everyone. This is Stacy Ober, NSPE's Senior Manager of Public Relations and Outreach, uh, here with you today for a special bonus episode of NSPE Speaks, uh, focusing just on advocacy. Joining me today is the amazing Ariel Iser. And we are going to just kind of give you a little update on a couple of things happening in um, our advocacy efforts. So with National Engineers Week right around the corner, uh, the first one here is about um, ABET and engineering curriculum. So if you want to tell us a little bit what's going on with, with them and what we're doing. Yes, absolutely, Stacey. Thanks so much. I'm very excited to be doing this. It's been a really exciting time for advocacy. Um, and looking at, at what the role is of engineering licensure within the engineering curriculum. Um, so as engineering education accreditors work out the details of really how to best prepare students for a changing profession, NSP has positioned itself to strongly advocate for the value of engineering licensure. Uh, ABET is revising its criteria for student outcomes in the engineering curriculum. And in January, NSPE urged AVET's criteria committee to explicitly reference the value of engineering licensure in its new standards. Uh, our president, uh, Cody Jean Verhalen, uh, pointed out that every state requires licensure for certain aspects of the practice of engineering. A critical component of the engineering curriculum then has to be ensuring that these students are aware of the potential that their practice may require a license. That makes sense, and I'm glad we're pursuing that for yes. sure. Um, I guess if we're talking about license, we, we kind of have to talk about what's been going on with the, the structural engineering license issue. Always and, interesting. Yes. Um, I think we have something going on in Minnesota, right? Yes. So we had a great collaboration with the Minnesota Society of Professional Engineers, teaming up with them to oppose an effort to create separate requirements for the practice of structural engineering. Uh, the Minnesota Structural Engineers Association's Structural Engineering Licensure Task Force. I know it rolls right That's off the tongue. <laughs> I know, I know. They had put out a uh, draft proposal, and so NSPE and MNSPE uh, reviewed this, um, and we expressed our concerns about the legislation because it would restrict the use of the title professional structural engineer to only those who have passed the NCWS 16-hour structural engineering exam. Um, Cody, our, our president, and then the Minnesota Society's president, Brian Malm, um, stated that such a requirement could really have some harmful unintended consequences that would negatively impact the practice of engineering in Minnesota and interfere with the ability of qualified professional engineers who have been practicing competently for decades to continue their practice in the state. Um, and so, you know, in stating this, we're very clear that creating a separate designation implies that licensure as a PE is not adequate and that those without designation as a professional structural engineer are unqualified to practice. This simply isn't true. Yeah. No, definitely not. We've uh, seen that issue come up several times. I'm yeah. Have a feeling that we're, it's not going to be the last we're going to see of it it's either. It's not, but you know we're definitely working with the states to make sure that we're educating the public, policymakers, and our members about the importance of the professional engineer license and the need to really ensure that we're protecting public health, safety, and welfare. Definitely. 
And now we turn to a little bit of good news, I would yes. say. Um, Excellent news. Having an, a longtime NSPE member appointed the West Virginia Secretary of Commerce. What was that all about? And you've had a chance to speak with him, haven't you? Yeah, this is a really exciting development. We'll actually be having more uh, a feature piece uh, that one of our staff writers is doing. Uh, actually spoke with him. Um, one of our longtime members, um, he is an active NSPE member and the West Virginia Society of Professional Engineers. Um, H. Wood, Woody Thrasher, um, as he goes by, uh, was appointed West Virginia's Secretary of Commerce. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, Cody uh, and, and the West Virginia Society's President David Weaver um, sent a hearty letter of congratulations. Um, we've already heard back from him and opened up a really great dialogue. We're thrilled to have a PE uh, in such an important position. Um, in sending him uh, this letter, really noted that the PE license demonstrates an engineer's commitment to the absolute highest standards of engineering practice and ethical conduct, and really shows that the individual has a proper education experience and qualifications to provide vital engineering services. Woody's appointment as, as Secretary of Commerce in the great state of West Virginia has really delivered this assurance to the state. This is an incredibly important position that's going to be playing a key role in, in, in revitalizing the state. Um, and it's really important that you have someone who's so clearly established as a leader um, and has really proven his qualifications um, to be in this position. So we're really excited. We're really looking forward to working with Secretary Thrasher, the West Virginia Society of Professional Engineers, to champion the PE license and really protect the public health, safety, and welfare um, you know, it's important. We talk a lot about about government and the need to have the the professional engineer serve that role. And we just we don't have enough PEs in government at all levels, whether it's getting involved at your local, your state, or federal. There are so many individuals out there who are making policy that impact engineers, but so few of them actually have any sort of engineering expertise and background. And having someone like Woody come in and really provide that, you know, decades of experience to commerce is a, a critical positive example of what PEs can do in elective office. Definitely. And the importance of the PE, um, you know, in policies that affect the public health, safety, and welfare, too. Yes. Um, you know, having the PE input and the PE knowledge um, in those aspects, too, is definitely also important. So. Yeah, we're really looking forward to working with him, and we really hope to see in, in, in the years moving forward more and more individuals, because we do have so many PEs, so many NSPE members who serve in important leadership issues within their respective area. We'd love to see some of those individuals move into the policy area. Definitely. Definitely. Well, like I said, this was sort of a brief kind of overlook on just a few of our um, top advocacy things going on right now. Um, you can find more information about all of these um, on our website under Latest Issues and News. Yeah, it's Issues and Advocacy under Latest News. And we have all kinds of updates, whether they be state legislative and regulatory, federal legislative and regulatory, um, and looking at broader initiatives of advocacy that affect the professional engineer. So we're really focusing at, at providing um, a really enhanced uh, opportunity for members to, to see what we're doing in advocacy. Definitely. And so take a look on the website. Um, if you've listened to this podcast and are interested in 
maybe hearing more of this type of thing. Um, this is sort of, like I said, the bonus episode, so it's in addition to our regularly scheduled NSPE Speaks uh, podcast. Send us an email at podcasts at nspe.org and let us know, because um, this is really simple to sit down with the Ariel here in the office and kind of give you a, a verbal update on, on what's going on in the latest and greatest news. So let us know, and we look forward to um, talking with you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Stacey. Thank you.